It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. So, yes. We did play hooky again this past weekend. That's two weekends in a row playing hooky. Although this time, in my defense, it wasn't exactly my fault. It was Mother's Day weekend, and Mama Frost was in New Jersey. So I I had to go down there. Did not really have a choice in that one. Telling Mama Frost no is not an option. So I got to hang out with the extended family for a bit. See Mama Frost for Mother's Day. Definitely drinking from the fire hose for a few days. But thankfully, they're a fun bunch to be around. They're the the low drama side of the family. The Frost side of things. Thankfully, fairly low drama. And before I forget, and speaking of Mother's Day, happy belated Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. All you mothers with original hardware. All you mothers with, what do they call them again? Girl dicks? Girl penises? Something like that. Or you got Dylan Mulvaney, that minstrel queen, singing about her bulge. Now I say man meat, but to the trans women, they like to keep it classier than I do. So they go with girl dick or girl penis. And if you don't believe me, think I'm making up the term girl dick. Folks, Just get on a Twitter, find some weirdo incel playing pretend woman. Chances are they've got at least a couple tweets bragging about their girl dick or their girl penis, whatever the hell they call it. But happy Mother's Day to all of you. And to all you mothers who still get raging hard-ons. I hope your poor beleaguered kids, they don't need too much therapy with good old dad turning into mom with a girl dick. And this podcast, just to warn you, short-ish, just so we could get something in at the beginning of the week. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one, I'm almost too embarrassed to even mention this. 
I don't know how I even missed this one. The shame of not being on top of my news stories. But I might as well report it anyway. We do talk about them from time to time. And this story's from, this was last, end of last summer that this took place. And this is from Hello. Ronan Rubinstein details prejudice against bisexual men as he marries Jessica Parker Kennedy. And we'll get to the whole, this prejudice nonsense in a moment. But he married her. I don't know how I missed it, but he married her. He comes out as bisexual, and then he marries the girlfriend. As Mama Frost likes to say, okay, like that'll fool anyone. And this I didn't know. Those two, well, at least according to this article, those two met back in 2017 at a home goods store in Los Angeles. He was probably giving blowjobs in the bathroom. If that doesn't scream queen to a woman, a man shopping in a home goods store, nothing will, which is probably why she married him. And I can just see these two at a home goods. They probably met, if I had to guess, they probably met on the candle aisle or something. She's like, oh, I never know which candle to buy. There are so many of them. Ronan, he was probably like, Oh, it's so fabulous here, isn't it? I just love all the candles. Especially the scented ones. And she's so dumb. Jessica Parker Kennedy here. Well, hold on a second. Let me back up just a bit. I'll just say... Dumb's not the right word. Jessica Parker Kennedy is so willfully ignorant here that she meets a guy at a home goods store and the first thing that doesn't pop into her head isn't, my God, this guy's as fruity as a nutcake. No. She goes on a date with him. And it took her, what, another four years or so to figure things out? And of course, he was like, oh, I'm bisexual. Which we all know, folks, bisexual men, in my opinion, they're really gay. They're just easing into it a bit. And her marrying him, the willful ignorance continues. He's bisexual, but he's married to a woman. How exactly does that work? Well, clearly, it's an open relationship where they have an understanding and it's open enough that he can go out, get plowed by half the guys in Los Angeles, Allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, 
go out, get plowed by half the guys in Los Angeles. And I guess she's like, oh, that's just what my man likes to do sometimes. And him having the nerve to complain about bisexual prejudice. Really, queen? Really? Princess, you can call yourself bisexual all you want. You can marry Little Miss Stockholm Syndrome here to pretend, but you're not fooling anyone. Who the hell does he think he is anyway? Trying to muscle in on beefy teenager Kit Connors turf here. That whiny little bitch from Heartstopper. Ronan, and for the record, you're our favorite bisexual here on the Miller Frost podcast. But there are only so many slots for whiny bisexuals. Crying in public about a lack of bisexual respect like they deserve any. Princess Kit here, he's already cornered that bit of victimhood. Has already thrown herself up on a cross like a bisexual David Hogg or something. And girlfriend, you're better than that anyway. Leave that caterwauling to the bisexual gabies. You put in all that effort to marry a woman. At least try to be a man about it. From Fox News, California Governor Newsom declines to back reparations checks. Says slavery's legacy is more than cash payments. Governor Gavin Gayface Newsom pledges to advance systemic changes after Reparations Task Force backs payments up to $1.2 million. Hmm. Go figure. And what did I say? What did I just say? Maybe a month or so ago. Basically, that there was no way in hell that they would ever be able to pay that bill. It's great virtue signaling. Makes all the rich white people feel better about themselves. Helps them to assuage their white shame. But there's just no way in hell that they can ever afford to pay. What is it? 800 billion or so. And Princess Gavin here, Gavin Gay Face Newsome here, the Ken doll of California government, so desperate he was to virtue signal, show how down for the struggle he is with the BIPOC folk. He's kind of painted himself into a bit of a corner here with this whole thing helping to birth this monstrosity, this reparations task force. Because at this point, and I think he's trying to, just a little, with this whole slavery's legacy, 
is more than cash payments thing. But at this point, how the hell do you say no to these people? You can't pander to them like this. Tease them with piles and piles and piles of Benjamins. Then say, meh, we can't really afford that. Sorry, woke folk. Because they're going to riot like you've never seen before. The Rodney King riots back in the 90s. I think that was back in the early 90s. That'll be like, for you folks out in California, the temper tantrum the woke folk are going to throw. They don't get their reparations. That'll make the Rodney King riots look like the Rose Bowl parade. They're going to loot, riot, burn, have themselves a, a grand gay old time like nobody's business. That'd be like me telling white boy Malcolm X, promising him for a year or two, white boy Malcolm X, I'm putting together a task force to deliver to you in your bed, sir, AJKJ Appa, that strapping stud of a ginger, that delicious hunk of a ginger. I'm going to have him in your bed and you can make sweet, sweet love to AJKJ Appa. And then the night comes for white boy Malcolm X to bang AJKJ Appa and he goes home goes upstairs to his bedroom. The lights are turned down. There's candles everywhere. There's a trail of rose petals up to the bedroom. Barry White is playing in the background. And then white boy Malcolm X gets to his bedroom door, ready to tear off his own clothes. Bang AJ KJ Appa all night long not just the normal three minutes or so. And then he flings open the door and Ed Plagiarist Sheeran is there, lying naked on top of his bed. Not AJKJ Appa, but that dopey ginger, Ed Sheeran, trying to plagiarize AJKJ Appa. And I might add, failing epically at it. That's the equivalent of what the BIPOC folk are going to feel once they realize no Benjamins for them. And I don't know about you folks, but this whole thing, I mean, you've got, you got a bunch of black people sitting around pulling numbers out of their ass and demanding that everyone else in the state Pay them reparations. And if you check enough boxes, up to $1.2 million worth. Paid for by Hispanics, whites, and Asians. And call me crazy. Call me a racist. But is that not, maybe possibly, a conflict of interest? Black people sitting on a reparations task force designed to pay black people reparations.
That'd be like putting illegal immigrants on an amnesty task force. That'd be like letting trans women sit on a who can use the ladies room task force. A complete conflict of interest. So you folks in California, at least those of you bothering to stick around as the ship sinks, less and less of you around the past couple of years. But those of you remaining, you have fun paying for all that or writing out the riots that come if you don't. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Speaking of California, how's this from time? Diane Feinstein is giving a masterclass in how to ruin a legacy. This is disgusting. This is absolutely disgusting. What they're doing to DiFi here. The public trashing of this woman who has given her entire life to being in government, to being a good Democrat. But when they have no use for her, out come the media mean girls to shiver until she steps down. And time here, they took almost 1,400 words in this article to stick it to her. And they're not the only one. How's this bit of backstabbing from the Daily Mail? The Dianne Feinstein ex-staffer who took mushrooms and smoked a joint in her office. New book details how she confused black senators and cared more about her dog than African Americans. And the quick summary on that, which is in a book by Ben Terrace, who works over at Jeff Bezos' pet newspaper, The Washington Post, where democracy dies in darkness, But in this book, and the title is The Big Break, The Gamblers, Party Animals, and True Believers Trying to Win in Washington While America Loses Its Mind. So a swamp masturbation book. That's how they get off in the swamp, folks. Jerking off to high school gossip. And in this particular swamp masturbation book, it profiles this guy named Jamarcus Purley. He's some young black guy. And he got himself fired from DiFi's office. He claims 
because he raised concerns about her treatment of black people and her mental facilities. If you say so, princess. And what do you think he did right after he got fired? He got high on mushrooms, smoked a joint in her office, and then put the video of that online. Oh, but he's a fantastically credible witness about what a horrible, racist, senile monster she is. A fired employee who's one step above a junkie, but she needs to go. And I know she probably should have stepped down long before it came to this. She's clearly not in a place where she can effectively serve her constituents. But there is a bit of hypocrisy here. Calling her out, wanting her to step down. Because remember, folks, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And she was in. She was also not in good health for quite some time as well. But with Bad Orange Man in the Oval Office, they didn't care what her physical health was like. They didn't care what her mental acuity was like. Ruth Bader Ginsburg could not step down under any circumstances because they didn't want to lose that seat that seat on the Supreme Court to a more conservative justice. Unfortunately for them, though, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away and Bad Orange Man nominated that nutty Catholic. Well, nutty Catholic to hysterical liberals, but that nutty Catholic, Amy Coney Barrett, She got the nomination to replace her. The effort to prop up the dying old woman on the Supreme Court, it failed. But in this case, DiFi can get pushed out and Gavin Gayface Newsom can quickly stick in another liberal to replace her, put in someone who can be a more reliable vote for Chucky Schumer won't be calling out sick all the time. And with the Senate so close, put them in a bind trying to get things through. Which is why the public flogging of this woman has begun. Because she's of no use to them anymore. She has served her purpose. They can't really get much more out of her. So off she needs to go. And they don't care how undignified a send-off it has to be. Like these people have any shame. They don't care about trashing her long legacy. Calling her a racist who treats black people with disdain. So long as she gets kicked to the curb as quickly as possible. Because this is all about power and control. And with that, Anything and everything is fair game. And anyone who gets in the way of that, like poor DiFi here, they're going to trash and try to destroy until they get their way. And you older Democrats in the Senate, 
You have fun when they do it to you next. And for our last story, folks, it's from Fox Business. Bud Light's Dylan Mulvaney controversy deepens. Chicago gay bars roar at beer makers' abandonment of cause. Chicago organization Two Bears Tavern Group is no longer selling Anheuser-Busch products, including Bud Light and Bush Light. Oh, how stunning and brave. Talk about taking all your toys and stomping home. Gay bars in Chicago, some of the gay bars in Chicago, over in Boys Town, they've pulled Anheuser-Busch products, not selling Anheuser-Busch products, because Bud Light dumped Minstrel Queen, Pretend Woman, and trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Although, correction here, and this just came to me. I think they renamed Boys Town in Chicago, the gay area in Chicago. And I have been there many times, many, many times. Although, not to get drunk and whore around. That was back when, I can't remember the name of the place, but they had a great piano bar there. My ex and I, yes, the crystal meth addict. But back in the late 90s, we go there after dinner sometimes. And there was a singer there. Amy Armstrong was her name. Her pianist was Freddie... Something or other. I can't remember his last name. And calm down out there, you silly queens. Pianist is someone who plays the piano. Not what you're thinking. Amy, though, one hell of a voice on that woman. But I think they've rebranded Boys Town at some point. I vaguely remember seeing an article about it. They thought calling it Boys Town wasn't inclusive enough. No idea what they call it now. And I'm sure the queens are like, call it whatever you want. It's still Boys Town to us. But back to this silliness. The gay bars. There are four of them, actually. No idea which ones. But they are all owned by Two Bears Tavern Group, whoever those queens are. Clearly, they've bent the knee to our new gender identity overlords. They're cowering in fear that an angry mob of pretend women will come down, call them mean names. Oh, poor princesses. And I hate to break it to them, But gay bars are dying out anyway. Lesbian bars. God knows if any of them are still around. When I moved back to Atlanta, that was back in early 2014, all the lesbian bars, at least the ones we went to back in the mid-90s, they were all gone. And gay bars, 
with Grinder and Scruff and whatever other hookup apps are out there. They're dying off, except for the alcoholic queens. Meeting people, like back when I came out, way back in the early 90s, that doesn't require an actual gathering place for queens to meet each other. So maybe this is to drum up more business, keep things going a while longer, turning their gay bars into trans bars. Basically the same queens, but they're working on transing away that gay. And you go, girls. Can you imagine, though, that the hill these clowns want to die on, the fight they want to pick, is over a minstrel queen playing pretend woman, and that horrible piss beer by light? Not just the minstrel queen playing pretend woman, or the horrible piss beer by light, but both. That's the hill they want to die on. Poor Anheuser-Busch. Poor, poor Anheuser-Busch. They can't win no matter what they do. They lost about $6 billion in value over that relationship. The one with Dylan Mulvaney. So they dropped the pretend woman to placate the vast majority of their other customers. And now, some woke gay bars are refusing to sell their garbage so they can virtue signal to our new gender identity overlords. Either way, it's still piss beer we're talking about. So on that note, since I cannot top these silly Chicago gay bars Pulling Anheuser-Busch products over that silly queen, pretend woman Dylan Mulvaney, even if it's a tempest in a teapot over that horrible piss beer Bud Light, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this weekday edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.